Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Great America Show. I'm Lou Dobbs and delighted to have you with us. Truth, justice, and the American way, what this country and this show are all about. All under assault from the fellow who wants to give a speech this week to the American people about the soul of the nation. This is the very same president who called half of the people who voted in the last election semi-fascists, you know, people like you and me, and whose White House press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, attacked MAGA Republicans in her press briefing, claiming the MAGA agenda threatens the rule of law. It's not getting any better, is it, in Biden's Marxist America? Biden campaigning in Pennsylvania for a Marxist candidate for Senate, a guy by the name of John Fetterman, who wants a third of felons released from jails and prisons in Pennsylvania and their records, their criminal records, expunged. He's begging Joe Biden to decriminalize marijuana. You know, and I just read today that now more Americans smoke marijuana in this country than smoke cigarettes. Think about that. No wonder the Marxists, with the help of the cartels and Chinese and, of course, Joe Biden, are tearing up this country. We've got that many Americans on marijuana. Then there are all the hard drugs being smuggled across the wide-open southern border Cocaine, meth, heroin, ecstasy, the super killer, fentanyl, poisoning Americans by the hundreds of thousands. Now, the number one killer, by the way, fentanyl is now the number one killer of Americans aged 18 to 45. And then there are all the prescription drugs Americans are taking by the tens of millions each year, antidepressants, anti-anxiety, opiates, a host of other prescription drugs, We are now one drugged-up nation and permitting the waste of all of those precious American lives. What is going on in this country? I think drugs are part of the answer. Fetterman wants to help by going into the U.S. Senate. Now, that's a thought, which already, by the way, that Senate has more than enough Marxist Dems trying to destroy America. Fetterman, by the way, was once mayor of a little town in Pennsylvania called Braddock, population about 1,900 folks. He was mayor for that little town for 13 years. Didn't do much except drive up the crime rate, which a year after he left fell by 61%. Think of that. The crime rate in that little town dropped by 61% just by him leaving. And if you will, think of that mayor of that little town of 1,800 people who wants to run the entire state of Pennsylvania. A man who, by the way, has lived on an allowance from his parents for most of his life. You've got to be kidding me. And on the campaign trail, something happened that you would maybe expect dealing with a, well, let's say a personality like John Fetterman. Fetterman decided not to show up 
to campaign with Joe Biden. He's got Biden out working for him. Why should he show up? These two, Fetterman and Biden, the leader of the free world, and the former mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania. What a pair. All I can say is, come on, man. Come on, man. This cannot be. But it is. God help us. Joe Biden is president, and he's just signed a bill called the Inflation Reduction Act, except that new law has absolutely nothing to do with reducing inflation and everything to do with raising the federal budget deficit, wasting more federal taxpayer money, and making our federal government even bigger. Our guest today is fighting corruption and stupidity and the Marxist dims in D.C. and working hard for America. Our guest is Senator Tommy Tuberville, a member of the Armed Services Committee, the Veterans Affairs Committee, and the Senate Health, Education, and Labor Committee, a great American, Senator Tuberville. Senator, thanks for being here. It's hard to believe that a bill could be any uglier than President Biden's so-called Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, it's about taxation. That's all it is and about power, Lou. Uh, you know, I was up for about, oh, I guess 26 hours straight. And, uh, oh. you know, this budget reconciliation that, that they put in back in 74 was actually supposed to be for, uh, you know, uh, something to actually do with the budget. Uh, it, it was budget control measures, but uh, these senators over the years have decided that whoever's in majority is going to get one shot a year of put everything that they want in a bill and pass it, uh, no matter whether it's good or bad. And since I've been here, that's number two. Uh, the first one was the uh, $1.9 trillion giveaway. Uh, to all the mayors and governors across the blue states, you know, when Biden first got in, he had to pay the payoff for getting getting elected. But it is this budget reconciliation on both sides. You know, this is how we got Obamacare. Uh, right. You know, and the Senate was Senate was put in place, Lou, to have a majority and a minority to work together. You got to get ten votes the minority to make this work. But as you know, reconciliation you only have to get fifty. And it is a ripoff of the American people. Uh, it has cost probably this country in the last uh, 15 years, I would say, 15 to 20 trillion dollars uh, in debt. Oh my lord! And uh, yeah, and we just, you know, uh, of course, everything else is you have to get 60 votes. But of course, this year we we've, we've helped the Democrats out by passing a few things like the infrastructure bill that. I have yet to find any money that's been sent to infrastructure out of $1.2 trillion a few months ago. And uh, then, of course, this CHIPS bill, which I was totally against, because all it is is picking winners and winners and losers. And this is a, a we're a capitalist society. Uh, if you want it, go get it. Uh, but uh, that's the way it is, Lou. That's, uh, you know, we're, we're fighting from within as well as uh, from outside our country. Yeah, certainly. Uh, we have... We have external threats that uh, we could not have imagined in, say, 1991 with the collapse of the Soviet Union. Uh, and and here we are, 30 years later, looking at communist China, behaving like the communists they are, a totalitarian regime, uh, ready to, it appears, uh, to many analysts, to invade Taiwan. The Biden administration is compromised, whether it's in Europe, whether it's China, he is compromised 
beyond imagination. But we do have something to help our imagination. We have the Hunter Biden laptop and everything that is flowing from it. We know that the Biden family is a crime family. And the Republicans seem to me, at least, Senator, not to be speaking to it at all. Well, we've got some people that's investigating. Of course, the mainstream media, Lou, as you well know, is is corrupt. Uh, if yeah. if if we want to get this country back in the right direction in just a matter of months, uh, the media would be non-biased and they would go after whoever. Uh, and that's and the media is putting us deeper and deeper uh, towards socialism and Marxism. Uh, you know, I, I run into two or three hundred of them off the off the Senate floor every day, and they're young kids that's been indoctrinated into uh, all this climate change, uh, socialism uh, crap. And it's uh, you know, it's just you don't even want to talk to them because they don't want to ask you a question; they want to give you the answer before they ask you a question. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're we're in trouble. Uh, we all know that. Uh, China's laughing at us. Uh, they're over there right now shooting missiles over Taiwan, not around them, but over them. And uh, they're laughing at this administration who has been about a year since uh, uh, Afghanistan, the debacle there, which we look like fools uh, as America's mil uh, world's military power. And so China's looking at us right now going, hey, y'all can take this climate change stuff and stick it, and we're going to do what the hell we want to over here. And uh, you can't do anything about it. Because y'all don't, y'all can't make y'all can't make a decision for your own country. How in the world we're going to work with you guys? So uh, uh, it is what it is, Lou. I tell you, this you know, this White House is uh, I don't know whose side they're on. To be honest with you, I've got a strong suspicion, and it isn't ours. Uh, this is a <laughs> this president. Uh, he's really a puppet president, and I should add that adjective because he has masters who are driving everything we're witnessing. And I do believe one of those is Barack Obama. And the list goes on. He's They're under the influence of big tech, social media, the, the Marxist dim leadership across the country, uh, in my judgment. But when you talk about China and this president, this man is compromised. He got, you, you sit on the Armed Services Committee. He took 1 million barrels of the 180 million barrels that he decided he would pull from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve and got it over to the parent company of uh, that his son Hunter Biden used to have as a client, sending our oil to communist China and not a peep from this left-wing, and, and I should stress, corporate media. This is Disney. This is... Uh, CBS, uh, it, it is Comcast. That's who our left-wing media is. What do you make of it, and why is it there more of an outcry, at least from the Republican Party? Well, there's some people that that, that try to get to the bottom of things, Lou. There's some hardworking people on the Republican side, but uh, for some reason, you know, in the, in any party, it's all about getting reelected. It's not doing the right thing. Uh, you know, the money that's raised and the money spent in these elections, Lou, is just some of them, some Senate seats last last election cost 100 to 150 million dollars. And, you know, who gives that money is the corporations and and, uh, you know, the lobbyists. And it's 
it's a situation where, you know, obviously take, you know, get money from lobbyists, but uh, I'm, I'm not doing any favors. I'm, I work for the American taxpayer. I don't work for lobbyists, but you have to have some money to get elected. I didn't spend near what, what other people do, but uh, you know, it's just, it, it's sad to see. And it goes back to the media. It goes back to people getting reelected. It goes back, look at this bill that we just did uh, 15 years ago. Uh, just to give you a little insight of listening to some of the old timers talk, 15 years ago, they they discussed, debated, went through regular order to spend $8 billion, three months. And what did we do to spend almost a trillion dollars in the last week? Nobody read the bill. We didn't even have the text. They were writing the text as we were, as we were uh, debating the bill uh, during that voterama, whatever we call it the other night, and uh, yep. uh, nobody read the bill. It's just absolutely not the way the American taxpayer deserved to have their t- country run, but American taxpayers, for some reason, continued to put people up here uh, and put people in power. When we lost those two Georgia races uh, in the Senate, Luke, it cost this country trillions of money trillions because they were able to run right over top of the uh, people in the Republican Party that really love this country, and it's just sad to see it happen. And I truly believe it It also costs lots of American lives. The, the, leadership oh, yeah. of this, uh, the leadership of this country right now, it is, and you speak to this, uh, you, you, the people of Alabama have got to be proud of you. Uh, the people of America have got to be proud of you. Uh, you speak your mind. You talk about American values. You, you're the uh, truth, justice, and the American way is uh, at the forefront of your of your representation uh, in, in the U.S. Senate. We're we're looking at a, a an administration that doesn't even acknowledge what is happening on the southern border. They, I, I this president disappears. The national security team has been missing for two. Two months, Jake Sullivan, uh, Tony Blinken, uh, Lloyd Austin. I mean, this is pathetic what we are watching. Uh, and again, we are might as well be, you know, is, does a tree actually fall in the forest if no one hears it? You're damn right it does. But what can we do to change it? I really don't know unless we win this midterm election. This is, I, and I've said it before, but I am saying it again. This is the most important election of our lifetime. I never thought I'd say it about a midterm election, but if it doesn't get done this time, I believe the American people are in serious trouble. Lou, we can't handle two more years of this. Uh, the country is, it's strong. I mean, we, it's what, 246 years that this country has, has fought hard, but we've had a, a set of rules that we all go by. No matter what you believe, no matter what you think, you've got to go by the, uh, our constitution. Every day they bend it and they're starting to break it. And when they do that, it's going to be over. The three things that they're after in this country, uh, the progressive uh, our left Democratic Party, they're after God, education, and family. And they're getting all three of those out of our uh, sight. I mean, they're, they're sinking fast. And those three things have kept this country as strong uh, a country that there's ever been. But we can't survive. We can't survive without those three things, and all three of those are being attacked every day by the far left. Uh, Our economy is in the toilet, uh, and it's all in the toilet because 
we are, but this group is for criminals, for illegals, for us paying high energy prices because their so-called climate change, which is the biggest bunch of mess I've ever heard. Now, it might be a problem, but it's not even top 20 in, in my regards of being a problem. Climate change is their God. That's how they, every time you hear climate change, all they're doing is looking for a way to tax the American taxpayer, the hardworking people that love this country and give it to somebody else and control power and gain power over the American people and turn it into something that's not. I, I think it's, it's a direct and straightforward proposition. They mean to push us toward the liberal New World Order, one world government, and they mean it to be a Marxist government uh, of which they will have significant control, along with their partners, of course, uh, in China uh, and in Russia. It is, it's appalling to watch, and uh, the Republicans to this point have had no answer. I hope that answer is forthcoming. Uh, give me your outlook, if you will, as we watch China. Press, you have spoken to this, I know. But this audience really needs to hear from you on this issue because China is pushing hard and this administration is not even responding. Yeah, I've been to the Indo-Pacific twice, Lou. Uh, I'm on, as you said, I'm on the Armed Services Committee. We've got some, we've got some good military folks that, uh, that are willing to put up a fight. Uh, our military will fight. The, the, the problem we have in this situation, Lou, it's, it's an away game for us. Uh, to put it in my vocabulary. It's not a home game. It's an away game. And it's way in the Far East. Uh, it's uh, mostly water. Uh, we have we have Japan. We have Korea. Uh, we've got a few allies over there, Australia, uh, that are close. But for us to get there and to get our people there and to fight a different type of war, you know, that's going to be over water, mostly on water, uh, it's going to be tough. And China knows this. And China's basically, they don't look at us as a superpower anymore. They they are stronger than we are. Their economy uh, is getting close and their military is growing every day. And they're not scared of us. And now we have two uh, peer competitors, and that's Russia and China. Used to, normally, we've had just one at, at the most. Now we've got two. And don't think they wouldn't uh, gang up on us in a heartbeat. So uh, we have got to be stronger from within. And the problem is we're deteriorating from within our country faster than we're going to deteriorate from outside our boundaries. And it's because this administration cares nothing about the country that we've all grown up in. They want it, their type of country, their rules, their regulations, new constitution. Uh, they want to be globalist, and uh, it's not going to work. It is not going to work. I think most of them even know it. Uh, it makes me sick in my stomach yesterday, and yet these Democrats crying on the floor about cr climate change after they've passed their their trillion-dollar bill. And most of them, as I said, they didn't even read this bill. They have no clue where this money's going. Uh, but all they do is they just fall in line behind Schumer uh, like the Pied Piper and just vote for whatever they want. you got a couple of Cinema and Mansion that have bucked it a little bit, uh, but most of the time they've fallen in line. So. Uh, Lou, we, uh, 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 American people, as you just said, uh, they need to understand in November, it is going to be a huge day for the America that we grew up in. 
Senator Tuberville is, is is talking as straight as it can be said, in my opinion. And ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, we're not going to be fighting a conventional war. I'm going to just say this out loud. We can't fight a conventional war, in my judgment. And I'm, I want you to correct me the instant I'm wrong. We can't fight a conventional war with China with 1.4 billion people, over 2 million people in their military. And and we just simply don't have the forces. We can't even recruit. We're down 40% in recruiting. This administration is driving people out of the military who we desperately need to retain. Uh, he is gutting. He's gutted the southern border. He's gutted the border patrol. He's gutted the, the military. And... Meanwhile, we are threatened, as you say, every bit as much from within as from without, and not one of those threats is less than existential, in my opinion. Your thoughts? No, you're exactly right, uh, Lou. Our, our recruiting is way down. You know, we're an all-volunteer army. Uh, it's not working in this day and time. Why is it not working? These kids are growing up seeing what's going on now with Afghanistan. We lost. Uh, we look like we look like we didn't know what we were doing, uh, and it wasn't our military. It was the leadership in our military. Now this leadership in our military, Lou, uh, they're trying to run out uh, the so-called white extremists. Uh, what are you talking about, white extremists? They're Americans. Uh, you know, when I coached a football team, I recruited from urban, rural. I've recruited every race, every religion, and it was my job to bring them in, to put them together, to play side by side for a common goal. That's the, that is our, our military's goal. You bring people from all over our country, from different uh, backgrounds, from different religions, different races, it doesn't make any difference. They're Americans, and it's their job. And I've told Austin, I've told Millie, that it's your job to put them together to where they can fight together. It's not your job to weed out some people that you might not like. Uh, but we're getting to the point now where they're drawing lines from identity politics, Luke, and that is absolutely going to bring this country under uh, we're Americans. Uh, there's no identity in this country. I don't care who you are. If you love this country and want to fight for it, you shouldn't have to take these woke courses, this, this CRT. And, and uh, uh, you know, we're spending more money right now on transgender restrooms in the battlefield, and we're spending on, on uh, buildings to cover up $100 million airplanes. It is absolutely insane where we're headed in, in this country, and it's because of the leadership at the top, uh, people want to keep their jobs instead of standing up for what's right, and uh, it just makes me sick at my stomach uh, to see, uh, you know, the action. Now, we've got people that really want to fight, fight and be in our military and protect this country, but uh, why in the world would you get into this type of military that they're building right now that, number one, is not going to survive a huge fight, as you just said. We can't win the direction we're headed right now. Yeah, and, and it's chilling to think that our only response has to be our superiority in uh, nuclear weaponry. And uh, I think it's fair to say in our uh, submarine fleet, uh, we have, uh, at least to my knowledge, uh, an advantage, a strategic advantage. Uh, and you, what is your thought about that and why we're being so so reticent, so hesitant to respond to China. Is it the lead? when you talk about Milley? I have to be honest, Senator. I when you when you talk about General Milley or when I read his name or Lloyd Austin, 
I mean, I can't stand these people. I They are the farthest thing from what my vision and my knowledge of military leadership looks like at the at the the general staff level. These they are repugnant. Well, as you said, you know, it, they're on the same wavelength as the progressive left of defining what this America is about. Uh, and when you start putting politics into our military, uh, that's when we start losing. And that's what we've started to do. Uh, we start to put uh, politics into our military, uh, and it's you've got to be strong. I mean, you've got to believe in what you're doing. But they're creating so much doubt in the military right now. Um, I don't even know where we're going to stand. Uh, I enjoy going around seeing we've got some great leaders in our military. We've got we got uh, some people that really make good decisions, and they make decisions for the American taxpayer and for the American citizen. Uh, I've visited thousands of troops. Uh, the the basis is still there. You know, the internal part is still there. It's it's the outside leadership, and then the the uh, direction that they want this to take. So uh, you know, I've China's building up their nuclear arsenal. Uh, they're building every day. So is Russia. Uh, President Trump uh, had the fortitude to get us in space uh, military, which is our space command and our space force. Uh, China and Russia have been doing it for years. Uh, we're behind. We're having to spend money to catch up. You know, we should be leading the the the. Education that, that we've got and the smart people we have in this in, in our country, uh, where we're at in some of those areas is just mind-boggling to me how we've gotten to this point. But where does it go? It goes back to leadership. It's about people that can see the future. People think back. They don't think today or forward. They think backwards. And when you start thinking backwards, then you do have problems. Well, we're about as backward as I could ever, I, I could not imagine us ever being as backwards as we are right now in this nation. Uh, it, it is appalling. Uh, and it is, it's in areas that you would think that a Marxist left administration would want to protect and preserve. For example, and as you have pointed out and have been leading on, Title IX uh, is now under attack by the radical left because they want to expand the word sex and the biology of male and female to gender identity. We, we are on a collision course with truth, with reality, with honesty, uh, forthrightness. We are in, the, in a land of uh, ambiguity that I never imagined would be representative of the United States government. Well, this attack on Title IX, that's kind of right up my alley. You know, you, you know Lou, I coached for 40 years, and uh, 50 years ago this year uh, was probably one of the few things our federal government's actually done right. And they saw the foresight of saying, listen, our, our young men, uh, young women have to have the opportunities that men do in sports. Uh, and so they said, if you're going to do something for a man in Title IX, you're going to do something the same for women, budgets, facilities, uh, scholarships and all those things. You know, back in 50 years ago, Lou, 3% of the kids, women, played sports, high school sports. Today, it's over 50%. Huge, huge uh, success uh, with Title IX. I mean, it is it is open avenues up for young young women uh, across this country that never been open. 600% uh, scholarships have been improved. But now Joe Biden wants to let 
he wants to change that the definition of sex. And he did that in June. He, he put in Title IX that uh, we're going to change the definition of sex. You can be who you want to be. And so now, uh, this just this past year, uh, young men have won 28 national championships in women's sports. Now, think about that. Why in the world would we allow that 28? to happen? 28. 28. 28 championships in sports in the last year or so that have been won by Young boys or men that said, "Hey, we're we want to we want to uh, uh, claim that we're a woman," and so you don't think our country is not going in the wrong direction when something like that happens? The parents and the people across the country, the kids are playing, they're raising cane about it. But you know, our federal government says we don't hurt anybody's feelings. If they feel that way, they should be able to do it that way. That ain't right. Biological men play against biological by, by other biological men don't get to play against women and it's just it's just unfortunate that people uh again what does this go back to what i said earlier they're attacking education which through this title nine they're attacking gender which is family and uh they're attacking uh family which is also the title nine so every anything that they can do where they can destroy the basis of this country that it was built on, they're going to do. And and God, you know, I can't imagine what God is thinking about right now about this great country. Uh, we have always claimed it was providential, our founding. Uh, we have always been blessed uh, with resources and with uh, great leaders. And we are witnessing now a leadership that is, uh, they are, I'll just use the word again, it makes me gut sick to think that there's a Mitt Romney, uh, a Chuck Schumer, uh, a Nancy Pelosi, and, and a Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Those are the leaders of the Democrat Party driving all of this right now for their, for their masters, whether it's the donor class, you name it. We're a country right now in crisis, and we act like this is just a, a, a transitory moment. Uh, it, and it is obviously, it's an existential moment. Lou, I don't think we know we're in a crisis. I think that's one of the big problems. I think people think that, hey, we, we've seen the light. We know the direction we need to go now. Climate is our God, uh, uh, and uh, we need to make sure that that's the first thing we take care of instead of, uh, you know, protecting the citizens of this country. We have spent trillions of dollars on climate change. I can remember the day when uh, Obama put in this billions of dollars for Solyndra. I mean, it was going to change the world. Oh, yeah. He put billions of, billions of dollars in this train in California that was going to be high speed from San Francisco to to uh, Los Angeles. It was going to change the dynamics where we could save our climate where where you know more people could instead of flying and 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 having carbon uh you know we were going to have these cylinder was going to be the savior and then, of course these fast trains well that train they spent billions of dollars on it and it hadn't even gotten out of the city limits of san francisco uh that's how important that thing's been and then cylinder went bankrupt and their people put billions of dollars into their pockets along with i'm sure politicians and that's the same thing we're getting into again here. We just spent 
we just passed yesterday, I think, $50 billion for some wind and solar groups. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I would be afraid to say where that money is going. I will, and so people, hopefully they're listening. Hopefully people get this word through the next couple of months before the election, Luke, because if they don't vote, these these people out of office, we're going to be stuck with these morons like Mayorkas that's running the HHS. Uh, oh, oh, our borders are, are secure. I mean, I mean, you got to be a complete moron to get on national television and tell them, listen, uh, you know, our borders are are, are secure. It's absolutely. It just makes you sick at your stomach. You're dealing with people that are, that that don't have a clue what they're doing in real life. Mayorkas is a. Uh... Without question, a absolute America-hating Marxist uh, following an agenda that is certainly not uh, ours or if any interest to the American people or the nation. I, I also, the Chinese companies, you and Senator Cotton have introduced legislation to stop this land grab by the Chinese. And there are people listening to us right now, Senator, who are thinking, what are you talking about? A Chinese land grab. The last number I saw was $6 billion spent by the Chinese to pick up land and property uh, next to U.S. military bases and to pick up food processing plants, and it, and no one is challenging it. And I can't for the life of me understand why the bill is even necessary if Cepheus uh, and other organizations were doing their job. But somebody's got to stop them, and I just want to say, Senator, thank you for, for doing so. Well, it's going to be a huge problem, and it has been a problem. We've known this. It's just nobody wants to talk about it. Uh, of course, like you said, there's people in the White House. They have more friends, I think, uh, working for China than they do against China. Uh, but for people Definitely. that don't know what we're talking about, in 2010, uh, the Chinese and foreign, other foreign dignities owned uh, 10,000 acres of land in, uh, in our country, in the United States of America. Twelve years later, they own 353,000 acres of land, most of it farmland here in our country. And as you said, some uh, are around some of our military bases, uh, especially up in the northern part of our country where we have uh, uh, some of our nuclear weapons. Uh, so, uh, yes, it is a huge problem. Do you think that the White House would, would send out a memo saying, hey, we've got to do something about this? Uh, uh, I don't even think the Democrats know. They worried more about about an iceberg melting or or uh, something that, uh, you know, I saw the other day where they, they said that the, the Great Barrier Reef in Australia um, five years ago said that they're losing it. It's going to be gone in a few years. It's grown three-fourths the size of what it was. Uh, they put out that propaganda. So all this stuff they put out makes no difference. It's stuff like buying 300,000 acres of land in the United States of America, from a country that hates us, that wants to take us over, and they want to be the be the the leader of the of the world, that's the problem we have. It's it's a huge problem, and I'm pleased to say, uh, Senator, we you know we're in in your debt for taking it on, and I know it's a difficult fight. All of the fights now are going to be difficult because the the opposition to the Republican Party now is not an American party. It is a Marxist, a Democrat party, and they mean to destroy our values, our heritage, our institutions, and our way of life. 
Senator, we do. We thank you for everything you're doing. Uh, we always give our guests the concluding word, the last word here on the Great America Show. And if you would, sir. Well, we got a great country, Lou. Uh, it is uh, something I've very been proud of in my 60-something years of being on the on this planet. I was proud of my my, my dad and 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 other other uh, others that fought for the freedom of our country. We still have a lot of great things going on. We have a country that's going to be hard to bruise, to be taken over. But as I said earlier, we have to protect from within uh, more than as much as we do from, from outside. And we're being attacked right now from within as much as anything. So I know everybody's looking forward now to getting their personal IRS agent because you will be getting one here soon. You won't have to do your taxes. IRS is going to do it for you with these new 87,000 that we've employed after yesterday's bill. So it's stuff like right. that the American people, I think, are going to get really, really pissed off about. And they better, they better start seeing this because we'll have one more chance, and that'll be November uh, when we have an opportunity to change the direction of this country in the in the Congress. Absolutely, and well said. Senator Tommy Tuberville, thanks so much for being with us here. And again, I just want to say thank you for all you're doing for the country. We're very, very appreciative and God bless you. Thank you, Lou. God bless. Thanks to Coach Tuberville, a great American, and thank you for joining us. And with us here on the Great America Show tomorrow will be Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist, author of the bestseller Laptop from Hell. You don't want to miss any of that conversation here tomorrow. Till then, God bless you, and God bless America.